page. expecting from this right so this is supposed to be perpetual introduction to Buddhism class <laughs> 101 <laughs> so you already have a general idea about Buddhism as far as the the so, so somewhat of the general social and cultural uh, aspects of Buddhism. You have Northern Buddhism, Southern Buddhism, 
Northern Buddhism is the is mostly what is called Mahayana Buddhism. Southern Buddhism is what mostly what people who practice it call Theravada Buddhism. And since you're uh, connecting with Buddhism through this, and this is part of Mahayana Buddhism, within Maha- Mahayana Buddhism you will hear Mahayana Buddhism calling the other a form of Buddhism Hinayana Buddhism. The other the other who are being called Hinayana Buddhism don't call themselves Hinayana Buddhism. Okay. They, don't call, they don't say we practice Hinayana Buddhism. Uh, there's only one, one place I went to uh, in Bangladesh where the, the small remnant of Buddhist, Buddhist practitioners will remain there. Uh, they use the term something very similar to Mahayana and Hinayana. But they, they use it sort of in reverse. They are proud to be Hinayana and they don't want to be Mahayana. Because Mahayana for them are those who are very loose with their vows. <laughs> and Hinayanas are those who are strict with their vows. <laughs> so it's a very relative term. Okay? So here it has a very specific meaning, over there it has another meaning, and some places don't you even call them that. <laughs> okay? Alright, so that's the social and cultural aspect of it. And since this, uh, we went, we sort of covered uh, many things that are very uh, common as far as cultural part of it is concerned. And we've sort of diverted, we went through what makes Mahayana Buddhism really different from uh, Hinayana Buddhism or Theravada Buddhism. And now we are going back again to the very, the, the things which are very common to all Buddhists wherever there's someone practicing Buddhism there are these things that they agree on that's why they're called we can say oh because they agree on this thing we can call them Buddhist okay and we've covered already the very foundation uh, uh, topic in Buddhism which is the, the, uh, the, the, the topic on the four Arya truths or the four noble truths okay and uh we went through it in a very easy way and there's a very difficult way of going through it. Okay. And the very difficult way of going through it, I'm going pre- to prove to you that it was difficult. What are the 16 aspects of the Four Noble Truths? But you do remember that there's something called the 16 aspects of the Four Noble Truths. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's probably what everybody, most everybody will remember you know, sometime later after they've, they've studied this. And, but there's one thing that you will, you, you, I'm sure you remembered. One of the six, uh, among the 16, you already know four, right? Mm-hmm. And those four that you already know are, well, do not to name them, but you, the actual four, four truths. Yeah, okay. All right, and that's 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 good. That's good enough. <laughs> it's not the best, but it's good enough. <laughs> you can present your passport and say Buddhist, and, and and if you answer that question, they will let you through. Okay, <laughs> okay. Now we are going through something that is very common. Usually, after you study, uh, after you, you you learn in a very traditional way, when you go through, okay, these are the four noble truths, and then. Not everyone really goes into the 16 aspects of the Four Noble Truths. You find that teaching mostly in the, in the Mahayana traditions. In the Theravadan tradition, 
even though they have an under- they do have that, but that's not something that they're really going through. Okay. Uh, after after that, then uh, we went through the uh, the eight the eight what the eight something right <laughs> eightfold eight something you got you got another word out of that eightfold it's an eightfold 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 path yes okay good and uh, within the eightfold path so so it sort of like comes out of of the of, of the understanding of the four number truth because at the end of the four number truth is if follow the right path it will get you to where you want to get to. So what, it, what about this right path? And then the Eightfold Path sort of tells you the characteristics of, of a path that makes it uh, capable of getting you to where you want to. Okay? So it has to be Eightfold, but not, just, not only Eightfold, it has to be... It's not just four truths, that's a, a hint, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, the Eightfold Noble Path, or the Eightfold, the Noble Eightfold Path. Where's the Noble going? Eightfold Noble Path? Part of the Fourth Noble Truth. Yeah, part of, that's part of the Fourth Noble Truth. Okay. Now, so, th- so that sort of, the Eightfold Path sort of describes the, the last of the truth, the, which is, how do, I get, how do I get out? Or how do I get to where I want to get to? Okay. The first one, the, the first truth is uh, the truth, that, that's the condition that we want to escape. So this teaching, the, the 12 links, sort of, it sort of uh, uh, tells you how you got there. Okay. How did you get to the first truth? Which is, which is the truth, what is the first truth? Origins of suffering. Oh, no, that's the second one. There is suffering. There's suffering, suffering. Yeah. yeah. So suffering. The first truth is the truth of suffering. Right? How do we, we get to this truth, this experience that's called suffering? So the twelve links is, is is an answer to that question. That's why we are going through the twelve link, the twelve links. So there are twelve things that are that link with each other in such a way that they result in this condition called suffering. Okay. And the way we approach it, we started, of course, in a very novel way. We started from the back. Okay. We went to the back of the book. <laughs> we wanted to know, okay, what's the ending story? What's the outcome? And what's the outcome? <laughs> the outcome is suffering. <laughs> so we started with that. We are studying what is this suffering? What, what, what is, what is it that, that, that we are experiencing that we are calling suffering? The, uh, one of the... One of the the, 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 what is it that we are afraid of happening to us? When you get out there in danger, the, what, what's, what is it that you're trying to avoid when you're trying to avoid danger? Going back into danger. Going back into danger? But, <coughs> excuse me. Avoid fear. fear. Fear of what? Dying. Dying. Yeah, that's the thing. We're all afraid of death. And that's the that's the suffering. How do how do how do we end up having an experience, uh, having a part of our reality that we call death, and that and it's, it's something that we we have it and yet we are afraid of it. 
We are deadly <laughs> afraid of death. <laughs> so the twelve links, and that's how uh, usually the Buddha be- begin the teaching on the twelve links. Okay, this condition that you have that you that you don't want. How do we get there? If you understand how we got there, then you can sort of uh, say, "Oh, now I know what will set this thing in motion." When I see when I see the the thing that will set these things in motion, I will now know to stop it. Okay. So we have the condition of death, and then and so this condition of dying. What is it that, because it exists, we have this condition death. Or we can ask the same question in a different way. What is it that if we didn't have it, we wouldn't be having this experience called death? Mm, not quite. I mean, it's, 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 that's very general. It's not quite specific yet. Karma. It's, uh, it's not quite specific yet. It's, uh, I mean, they're still there. They're still linking to that condition. But what is it that, that is evident to us that if we didn't, if we didn't have it, birth, life, yeah, because if you didn't have those things, you wouldn't be talking about death, right? If there wasn't, if there was, if there was not, if there wasn't birth, if there wasn't life, there wouldn't be such a thing as death. Mm-hmm. So we, so we have, we have now began the process of making the links. So we, we, we've linked two things together: death. It links with having life. Can we think of something that doesn't have life that goes through death? So that's really the thing that links uh, uh, links to death, life. Okay. So now, if we, how what is it that <coughs> what is it that gives? What is it that the same question? What is it that if it didn't exist, there would not be life? Or what is it that because it exists, there is life? Or what is it that exists? Because it exists, there is birth. What is it that ex- if it didn't exist, there would not be birth? And that's why it, it's not so obvious anymore. Like yeah, that's called all those things that we really don't really fully agree upon. <laughs> that's when we really get different religions. <laughs> we all agree that we all die. <laughs> we all agree that if you didn't have life, you wouldn't die. But where that life, what is it that because it exists give, give, uh, give the existence to life then we, we, we part we go our separate ways okay so what is it that because it exists we have life now I have to go to the book because if I say it, you won't believe me <laughs> okay I mean do I have to go to the book you can, you can sort of Without you looking at the book, also <laughs> you can you can sort of figure it out, all right? Without I mean, desire not quite there yet because we can still argue with that one. We can still we can some people can can argue with that one. Something that you can say, just like when you say, "Well, can you think of something that doesn't have life that dies?" And someone can say, "Oh, I can I can think of it." Okay, so it has to be life. So almost the same way you can think of say something that connects. To Conception. wait, cheating. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't, if it wasn't conception, there wouldn't be a, a birth. There wouldn't be a life, right? Can you think of a life that didn't have a conception? 
You look at a life that wasn't conceived, a birth that wasn't conceived. You cannot think of one. So I guess we can sort of agree with that one. So we agree, we agree with the three one, with the three links. Because of, because of conception, there is birth. Because of birth, there is death. Okay. Death is something that we are afraid of. Now how can we, we have to go backwards now? Because it's not just, uh, is, is there something that exists because it exists, there is conception? Is there something that if it didn't exist, there would not be conception? We're going to get there. <laughs> it's going to be an answer in one of those links. <laughs> but remember, uh, desire in the 12 links is sort of uh, uh, like, no, what do you call it? Um, not sandwich. Uh, before before you get the sandwich, <laughs> you have. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like uh, uh, subdivided. You have this kind of desire, you have this kind of desire, this other kind, of, this other kind of desire. Okay, so you're somewhat right. Okay. Now, do I really have to go to the book now? Grasping. <laughs> Grasping. Now, this is where I have to say we really part. Those who say, those who agree with that and those who don't agree with that. Okay. Grasping. How, how is that connected to conception? Because it, it, it's, answering the, it's, it's the answer to the same question we've been asking before. If, if, if there was no birth or if there was no life there would be no death and here he is saying <laughs> if there was no grasping there would be no conception mm. how is that connected to conception? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that's the nature of grasping. Yeah. Well, what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> how, is connect, can, how is it connected? How is it connected? We can sort of uh, agree that, okay, I can see how birth is connected to death. Right. We can somewhat agree how conception is connected to birth. Do we unanimously agree or see it's quite evident that because of grasping there's, there is connection to being conceived. I don't see that. You don't see that connection? Yeah. yeah. So that's why we have to make a different religion. We all agree, oh, this is the earth. We, okay, alright. We're all together. We are brothers and sisters now. And we say, wait a minute. When we start describing the earth, well, I don't see the earth that way. <laughs> then we will make different religions. <laughs> We are, to, we are still talking about how to deal with this thing that we have that we don't want. We are forced to experience. Then we all agree that if we, if we can figure out where it came from, 
then we won't have to deal with it anymore. Okay, let's start. Let's look back to see where, where it came from. And then we say, okay, came f- that came from this. Oh, I usually agree. Yeah, I agree. And this, and this thing that we just discovered I came from that. And we do agree? Yes, we agree. Now we were trying to find out where this can, where, what, what is it that bring about, uh, brought about the existence of this thing. And someone said, grasping. And we say, sorry, buddy. I got I, I, I to get my, I got to form my own religion now. Okay. <laughs> You're the grasping is the reason religion. I'm the I don't know is the cause religion. <laughs> then I think something else is the cause religion. The grasping that that is that is talking about here is uh, something. Uh, it's not just like uh, I mean when you think of the, when you think of that term grasping. It, it's it's a uh, you, it, you you remember it as a very strong emotion, right? It's like you're overwhelmed by it. When you when you say someone is grasping, it's not the same thing. Uh, I would like uh, a chocolate cake. If I have it, if I don't have it, it doesn't re- it doesn't really matter. Well, Are no, you referring it depends. to grasping as attachment? It's a, it, it's a it's a kind of a, a attachment, right? A strong. One. It's a very strong attachment. So it is a result of something, and it's the cause of. Yeah, yeah, that's what they are. So we're thinking. So we all uh, sort of uh, before before we even go to find another link, will we agree with the link? Grasping, if it wasn't, if grasping didn't exist, there would not be conception, and because there is exist, because grasping exists, there is conception. Yeah, it's a reaching, a reaching, a reaching, a reaching for what? Yeah. So this grasping that is being referred to right, right here, it's not just you no. Know, I, I would like chocolate cake. Because I want chocolate cake, I was conceived, <laughs> and eventually I'm born, and I'm going to die. The fact that there is death as part of my nature came from wanting chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> So I can, if I can, if I can, uh, what what is it? If I can stop wanting chocolate cake, I will not die. (laughs) This must be very enlightening for you, right? (laughs) Just walking into that. It's not just any kind of wanting. That's why desire has to be, you know, uh, it's sort of like uh, broken into different, different phases, different uh, intensity. A very strong 
wanting for something, like there is a reaching for something that, that is so overwhelming that you can't stop yourself doing it. Okay. That's what the grasping is referring to here. Okay. And, and, it is, and, and that very strong reaching is connected with a dread fear of not having that thing. That, that thing that you're reaching out for. There's a, an extreme fear that if I don't get it, the most incredible, uh, uh, fearful experience will happen. I guess it would have to be what at that moment we are calling divinity that we are strongly reaching for that ends up with we die. Maybe we have a uh, we may have begin with a wrong understanding of what that divinity may be. Now, uh, those of you who had a little bit of uh, of uh, uh, teaching on, on Buddhist cosmology. When you, when, you, when you hear of divinity, what does it remind you of? The, the devas, the gods. And what is it about the gods that is that is their fault? That what is it about the main? If you were to draw something, that is a main uh, flaw of, of of the gods. What was that? Main flaw. A flaw of the of the gods. Bliss. <laughs> Enjoying bliss is a flaw? No, a flaw. Something about them that is a flaw. Something about, okay, something about them that we would not want. Definitely we like the bliss. They're thinking of themselves. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Ego. Strong ego. Strong sense of self. So that's what the grasping is, is for. Grasping for identity. Grasping for ego. Grasping for selfhood. And because it is so strong, that's what gives, eventually leads to conception. That's what leads to being born. And the connection I was making with the divinity is that we think, and, uh, and I made the connection uh, with, the, with the gods, is that we think we have a we think uh, that selfhood is the greatest thing that could ever happen. Not your selfhood, my, my selfhood. <laughs> I don't know about your selfhoods, but my selfhood is the greatest thing that could ever happen, and I have to protect that. I don't want that to go away. It will be the most devastating thing if I lost selfhood. And because of that, because of that intense fear of losing selfhood, we we continually are reaching for it. We are continually trying to grab it, because we think it's divine. We think it's the most wonderful thing to have. We think that it, we must have it. I gotta have chocolate cake. I mean, I gotta have chocolate cake. <laughs> Does that apply to all beings? All beings. So animals, well, animals yep. uh, review themselves and, and, and pursuing self-interest. 
Yeah. Yeah. And everything that everything that experiences life and then that life ends up with connection with death it begins we saying that all those no matter what category of life it has it, it, it has that link of of that grasping for self grasping for selfhood i have to exist and we have a uh well we have to go back now a little bit more a little bit okay so that that's the grasping that's the intense desire that is the, that is the link to being conceived okay. and in a way that uh, I'll throw this new age kind of thing at you we 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 live because we we want to live <laughs> isn't that strange <laughs> why do we live because we want to live in a way of speaking but this wanting to live it's not like uh well i think i live in mexico mm i definitely would like to live in mexico right now <laughs> it's not that kind of a thing it's more like i don't care what kind of life i get i want to just want a life because i want would not want not that there's this ignorant fear that is driving this grasping ignorant fear is i might not be important anymore <laughs> i mean that exists anymore we believe that that's a strong possibility and because we believe that's a strong possibility we want life no matter what no matter no matter what, if it's in mexico if it's a north pole as long as it's a life we we just don't want to not have life and this is this this is this grasping uh it drives every every life every every living being and it is it is uh it is so strong that you don't really get rid of it until you're way 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 uh advanced on the path It's like uh you can imagine someone who's developing a very strong uh uh compassion a very strong love right and then when when something happens that 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 seems to threaten seems to threaten your existence and somehow it's connected with having to fulfill some aspect of love or compassion you will hesitate even before that you may have seen that compassion is like the most wonderful thing, the most beautiful thing. Everybody should get it. I'm going to get it too. But when it threaten when it seems to threaten your existence, it's not so wonderful anymore. Because the 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 most important thing is that I exist. So, which uh link are we on? Should I say which link that we reviewed? <laughs> Just now, just so yeah, just so. Yeah. I mean, we, what you were just talking about was that long view. 
No, uh, no, just uh, how many? Just how many we, we've got so far? Yeah, how many we've gotten so far? Grasping, conception, birth. Okay, how many? Five. Okay, so we got five. Wait, how? Grasping, conception, birth. Yeah, that's five. Hold on. Let me get my belt. Okay. So we got five. (laughs) 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 Now, uh, so Janet, we we couldn't quite say, yeah, that was it. When you when 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 you kept saying desire, desire, no, (laughs) because it's really divided into. I said one we just said. One, two, three, <laughs> into three parts. Oh. Okay. okay. Well, actually, almost four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have uh, a very strong desire, a very strong uh, grasping that just you just cannot, you just can't uh, over. Uh, you can't overcome. It sort of overpowers you. Okay. So what? Would, what is it that I guess I sort of answered the question? Let me see if I did. Let me see if, you, if I did. <laughs> what is it that because it exists, there exists grasping? Or what is it that because if it didn't exist, there would not be grasping? <laughs> I said I sort of answered the question. No, th- that's the gra- that's the what the grasping is after. The question? Yeah. What is it that because it exists, there is grasping? Ignorance. Oh. No, remember I said the, with the next four, or what? Divisions of desire. Yeah. So this one is a very strong desire. So the one before that is. Not as strong. strong (laughs) Anyone before that? Even less strong. Even less strong. (laughs) Okay. So it's it's just different levels of desire. It's still all desire, but different levels of desire. There is a desire that's overwhelming that you just just can't control anymore. Okay. And there's a a, a desire that is really something that you are perpetuating. You you have to you have to feed constantly. Okay. I just give you two. <laughs> Anger, greed. Mm-hmm. So no, that's just it. Those things. Because of grasping, there is different forms of desire. Is that if mm-hmm. you want to oh. format? What is it that exists? Because it exists, there's strong grasping. Mm-hmm. Is uh, medium grasping, <laughs> which is just habituation with with desire. Because you habituate yourself with desire. It b- the desire becomes strong, overwhelming, overpowering. Okay. When when desire becomes so strong that you cannot you can't help yourself anymore, that actually becomes what uh, creates an, an action. Is uh, is that's the that's the grasping. That's the grasping part. And there is one. Oh, uh, before desire gets to that level, 
you have to sort of habituate yourself with that with it, with, with it before you get to that level. So that in a sense, in, in, you still have some somewhat of a control over it. It can motivate you to act, or it cannot motivate you to act. <laughs> can you, can you um, summarize again? So you have different levels of <coughs> attachment, if you want to call it, yeah. mm-hmm. that basically lead to action, which is, as you said, is uh, considered um, um, self. Um, Self-grasping. Yeah. Self-grasping. Self-grasping. Uh-huh. Grasping mm-hmm. leads to conception. Mm-hmm. Leads to Birth mm-hmm. leads to death. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so this uh, this grasp this grasping. Actually, there's another we're using the word grasping here. Okay, uh, it might be uh, may not be the uh, it's think of. An, uh, a, a runaway desire, <laughs> okay, a desire that's you know on the track, it's going downhill because you know you 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 went through the effort of putting it there and you went through the effort of pushing it. Now mm-hmm. it just all it can do is just go through its momentum, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So that's that's that that and and this kind of strong desire is usually referred to as. Uh, uh, Someone said karma before. Who said karma? Yeah. So it's like uh, a ripened karma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A karma that has ripened. You cannot. It, it, no. It's, it's doing its job. It's like a runaway train. Yeah. Yeah. Good runaway train. So it's going to towards death because that's its destination. Okay. For it not to have been a runaway train. You didn't, if, if you didn't go through the effort of putting it in a condition where it becomes a runaway train, there wouldn't be a runaway train. Okay. So what is it that exists because... What is it that makes... makes uh, that, that grasping so, so strong? Some kind of But what makes at what makes a desire strong? Well, just something being the source of all your happiness. You, you think you really believe that thing is going to make change your life and make you happy, and, mm. and you have to. It just makes it very desirable. You think it's going to be the answer. Okay. Uh, Buddhahood. Someone describes Buddhahood to you. Do you want it? Mm-hmm. You want it? Buddhahood. Buddhahood. Do you want Buddhahood? Yeah. Is that desire, grasping? For the depends on the motivation. So is it going to make you happy if you get it? I believe so. So. A wrong belief. Wrong belief. So it's a wrong belief to go well, after I mean Buddhahood.
follows you know, it's, it's the same rule also okay mm-hmm. for for Buddha, for getting buddhahood becomes a, the getting of buddhahood for that to become a runaway train you have to first see it be attracted to it running through your mind oh it's attractive it's attractive building up the desire building up the desire until the desire becomes a runaway train so that's attachment and expectation How do you define attachment, though? In this context, because... Ah. I'm sorry. No, that's right. Well, it's desire. That's that, you know, wanting it. That's the attachment. And always getting that outcome. That's attachment. Always thinking you're going to get that outcome. Yeah, you're going to get that. But you end up with suffering, of course. Is it a habit? Habit. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, 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 what is it that you're habituating? What is it that you're making into a habit? So it's it's the process of 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 making of going back to the to the to the to desire, strengthening it. That leads to the point where the desire becomes so overwhelming that it it uh, you know it, it just you just have to watch it. So, so in your example, the question: right. You want to achieve Buddha? Yeah. And Janet said yes, and then. <laughs> I, I, I remember that. I guess mean, <laughs> here's my question: I mean. If if I get satisfaction from attending classes uh-huh. and learning, uh-huh. and it perpetuates itself into being, if I don't go next Sunday, then it's going to throw my whole week off. Uh-huh. Then, in a sense, that becomes attachment, does it not? <laughs> Is it? And an attachment towards fulfilling. <coughs> going to mm-hmm. sustaining that, that learning. Mm-hmm. Well, that, 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 that is a tricky thing, believe it or not, it's tricky. It, because it would be nice to feel uncomfortable if I don't go and learn something that's going to make me into a Buddha. It would be nice if I can have that kind of dis- level of discomfort. Is it being discomfort? Is that a wrong thing? Is it a wrong thing for me dis- to have to have a sense of discomfort because I didn't go learn something that going to make me into a Buddha? Okay, so let me uh, take you off the hook. (laughs) 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 There are 12 links, right? The very first one, I'll give it as a giveaway. You already know it. What's the first link? What is it that because the very first link, we started with backwards, we went to 
yeah, death yeah. and then so now we're going to the, what is the not the first one that I said but what's the first of the twelve ignorance, ignorance. okay so it's because of this because of it exists there exists a whole chain of things that leads to death and we're trying to get back to see if we can really see how these things are connected to ignorance then we will naturally want to avoid ignorance we will naturally want to get the opposite of ignorance but if we don't see how they are linked with each other but we, th- we see ignorance you know, being able to say that word is it's fanciful it makes people think highly of you that you can say that word but you don't really see how it's connected with the, with the other thing the whole purpose of of, 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 of of presenting the 12 links is lost then you, you, you probably are able to recite oh yeah that's the first link that's the second link that's the third link but but you don't really from a from a from a, from a, 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 a an experiential sense, see how they are connected, then they, they, it, it will really be meaningless. Okay. So there are twelve, <laughs> and why are we why are we going over these twelve links anyway? Because there's something that we are experiencing that every single one here doesn't want to experience it anymore. We want to put an end to that experience forever, and we are trying to go back. What is it that is linking us to this experience that we don't want? This, this experience that, we, that, that, is, that is called suffering. Okay. So, the very f- it, it, somehow, a whole chain of causation is, is connected with ignorance. And, and what is this ignorance? We somewhat touched upon it earlier. And you sort of talk wrong about view. it. Wrong view. Wrong view about what? Of life, of, of reality. Mm-hmm. Wrong view of reality. And w- what is what is this view that we have about reality that is wrong? What makes our view of reality wrong? Okay. No, that's one of the links. <laughs> um, the, um, Wrong view about what happiness is. What is happiness? What is oh, 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 you have to say what is really happiness? What does it really come from? We are not going to stop being our nature, our nature of wanting wanting happiness and 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 wanting to avoid pain. We're not going to suddenly. Not, not be that anymore. Okay. The Buddhas aren't beings who suddenly don't want, uh, don't want to experience pain. Or, and well, I'm trying to say it. The Buddhas aren't beings who suddenly do uh, don't want to not experience. That's good. Don't want to not. Don't want to not experience pain. That makes sense. I'm confusing myself. Don't want to experience happiness. don't want to experience. They are not beings who suddenly. Don't want to experience happiness. Experience happiness and not avoid pain. Yeah. I've said it, I stayed anywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's on the table too. It's on the table, okay. <laughs> right? So that nature of ours, wanting happiness, wanting to avoid pain, 
it's not going to change. As long as we are something that we can be that can be pointed to that says, "Oh, that's a being." What we are pointing to is that very nature: pain avoiding, happiness pursuing. That's the very nature of being. So we have to pursue happiness. We we we, we have no other choice. It's our nature. That's 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 what we are. We are happy seekers, happiness seekers. That's what we are. We cannot we cannot be anything else. We cannot even conceive of ourselves as something outside of that. Even if you conceive of something outside of that, it's really just a a variation of this. the absence of happiness that you're seeking and the absence of pain that you're seeking is the experience of happiness. So, since we have to do this no, it, no, it's it's what we are. It's what it's what defines us as being beings. But how is it that we don't we end up with pain when we are seeking to avoid it? How is it that we end up with not happiness when we are, we're looking for happiness? We pursue the wrong sources of happiness. Yeah. So there's something about the there's something about how we are pursuing it, and what what we think will bring it to us. That is wrong. And why are we pursuing happiness anyway? We're avoiding pain. <laughs> and why are we avoiding pain anyway? <laughs> well, I guess my question is, what makes us think that there is such a thing as happiness? Because we're constantly dissatisfied. Yeah. We, yeah so, so maybe that's the that's, that's the way things are. The way that's maybe maybe that is that true nature, eternal dissatisfaction. A Buddha is just somebody else who's just not satisfied, but he can deal with it. There's no acceptance. Yeah, he, he's, he's the Buddha is somebody who says, "Ah, okay, <laughs> I can." Oi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the holy pronouncement. <laughs> so there is somehow inborn a conviction that there is happiness. that we can and that we can have it and we can't seem to shake that conviction and I have to say a lot of people have tried some people uh, some, there are even some uh, some philosophies that believe that you know uh, that's the problem 
wanting to be happy is the problem. So you have to stop wanting to be happy. And that was something I believed in for a long time. I just couldn't stop wanting to be happy. <laughs> no matter how hard I tried those things, uh, uh, those tricks that I was asked to, to, to do, I couldn't stop wanting to be happy. And the condition of not being happy, I couldn't stop myself not wanting it. And it, it's like uh, the the mind is so. Uh, what was that? Was it here? No, it wasn't here. The mind is so uh, uh, plastic that the mind can even convince itself that there is a state where you don't want to, where you don't, you experience not wanting to be happy. It, it can, it, it's so plastic, it actually, it can actually create that state where it sees itself, oh look at that, I'm no longer wanting to be happy. And, con- and, and, and still connect, and, and connected with that, also, look, I'm no longer trying to avoid pain. But lurking somewhere, <laughs> even though the mind is plastic enough to create such a condition, or to, to create such an, uh, the appearance of, of, of such a state. Because what is, what is the nature of that mind that is doing that? It's still a happy seeker, pain avoider. A, a happy seeker, pain avoider, creating a situation, making itself think that it's no longer seeking happiness, no longer wanting to avoid pain. Okay, that brings me to a very uh, psychological point here almost have to make itself believe what was that? Continue? No, I said that it, it has to it must believe that happiness exists or it wouldn't be working so hard to deny it. Mm-hmm. And here is I'm going to throw this at you. What weakens us on the path you know, the path is okay, I'm, I'm making a definite conscious decision to get to happiness the real happiness the happiness that m- my being is is seeking to f- to uh, to fulfill okay when you make that conscious decision you are on the spiritual path and the pain that you're trying to avoid when you make that definite decision okay whatever it is that brings about this pain i'm definitely going to avoid it when you make that definite decision then you're on the path but we, we, we uh, uh, part of the experience of being on the path to that is that every once in a while we fall off. We get weak. We fall off. Why do we fall off? Why do we get weak? It's connected with what you just said. Sometimes we convince ourselves in a, some way there's a, there isn't really any that happiness. We are not convinced that the happiness really, really exists. 
is we're not convinced that the happiness is something that can be achieved. So we're not convinced that the happen that happiness really exists. And we say, well, I have to make do with what I've got here right now because that's what I've got. I don't want to lose it. And because we are convinced that happiness doesn't really exist, that 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 happiness doesn't really exist, or we we don't have that strong of a belief in it, then we 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 look at what we've got. Okay, since this is the only happiness I, I, I can ever have. I gotta protect it. And if anyone comes in my way try to take this happiness from me, that person's in trouble. <laughs> that person better be beware. Okay? And that's what we do. That's what we are doing. These resources are the, are, the, are the source of my of the happiness that I'm having, the little bit of happiness that I'm able to enjoy now. So I have to protect them. If anyone who threatens this is actually anyone who who wants to deprive me of these resources, that person is is threatening my state of happiness. And since that person is threatening my state of happiness, I have to do something to that person to make sure that person doesn't deprive me of this precious happiness, which is the only thing that I can have right now. That's what we do, and so far, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Even if we are successful at deterring the other person from from uh, depriving us of this resource, which is we think is the source of our happiness, somehow the nature of that thing doesn't give us happiness anymore. That's where ignorance about what is the source of the happiness. That's where it's manifesting. That's where it's taking control, guiding us, making us, okay, protect these. Those, those are trying to harm it. The way to, the way to protect it is to do something to them so that they don't do anything to you. Or you don't do something to your resources. After all, the most important thing in existence is my selfhood. <laughs> you say again, what is that moment that causes us to get onto the path? You said we have an awareness pain. I'm not sure I'm saying it right. But is it pain? So we have the awareness of the pain, and we have a conviction that it can be overcome and that happiness can truly be uh, achieved. When, when swap out the word pain and insert the word suffering? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When there is that conviction, then you're on the path. You're that train that's a runaway train. It's a running away to death, it's running away to happiness. So we got the first link, <laughs> the the troublemaker, the one that started it all, the one that really responsible for eventual death, which is not happiness. Okay. 
it's it's connected with all those things because of the nature of, of who we are in trying to fulfill that nature we we, 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 we go we go astray we go astray in, because we don't really understand how to, how, to, how to fulfill it it's not just we don't understand how to fulfill it we are convinced of a way that is not the way was that was that clear or unclear? Clear for me. Clear for you. Clear for you. Good. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is the first time I've actually done this in my life. <laughs> One more time. understand what is, what is ignorance and you see how it is connected to eventually getting to uh, the, the thing that we don't want you will naturally try to undermine this wrong conviction because ignorance is not just I don't know it's really you're convinced you know when you really don't know okay? that's what ignorance is that if it was just I don't know it would be much easier to get rid of we are absolutely convinced if we have just the, if we carry the war in the right way with the right number of troops mm-hmm. we will achieve happiness yeah. if we have all the things in place with the war that's when we will have achieved happiness the reason that we haven't achieved happiness yet is because it, w- it is the right thing to do, but we just haven't done it in the quite the right way yet. And we are convinced of that. And that's why we keep doing it. And that's why it becomes a momentum. That's why it becomes something, a runaway train. Whenever a situation, oh, that's a condition for war, let's have war. Because we are convinced that war would bring happiness. At least it avoids pain of losing your resources. Mm. And what is it that... Right, so you have ignorance. What comes after... So we sort of, uh, we sort of somewhat reach the middle, going backwards, and then to confuse you, I'm trying to confuse you. <laughs> To confuse you, instead of continuing backwards, I went to up to the very beginning, and I'm gonna we're gonna meet in the middle, okay? So are we in the water or out of the water? As far as being on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> so are we drowning? <laughs> so what is it? that ignorance brings about. Okay, the whole mess of things, but you know, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's go one link, one link at a time. All no, that, that's what ignorance is. Yeah. Creates non-virtue. Eventually, creates non-virtue. That's, that, would be, that would be karma. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's the very last last one. Grace affliction. Ignorance is uh, one of the afflictions. They are. They are. So you were saying that you, uh, you don't know what things about real happiness, so you're s- settling for, um, well, I can just get these little things now, so I have to like, protect them. Mm-hmm. That's my happiness. So then it creates uh, aggression toward people that try to come and take my happiness, causing things away. Mm-hmm. So aggression? Aggression. Anger. Anger. So it, 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 it sets up uh, a group of, 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 uh, of attitudes mm-hmm. that perpetuates its existence. Right? So you have anger, you have aggression, you have what, what else did someone say? Okay. So these things, anger, Come on, what, someone, someone say something else? Greed. greed. Okay, anger, greed, these things. So when we see them, when we see, when we see them, and because if we are convinced that, oh, they're connected with not really understanding where happiness really comes from. And, when, when, and they will trick you I mean, the, the reason that we are the reason that we keep uh, entertaining them, we invite them for dinner, we let them stay in the house for a year, we don't we don't we don't argue with them, they mooch on us <laughs> because we are we are convinced that eventually they will give us heaven. That's why we continue to allow anger to motivate our actions because we are convinced one day it will give us heaven. You don't see that connection? Why, why do, when we are angry with someone and we act out of that anger, what do we hope to get out of the end of that anger? Out of the end of the end of that uh, uh, action? No, what do we hope to get? A different result of what's actually happening. Yeah, and, and, and that different result is just something that we want. Yeah, we want a different. But it's not happening. That's why we're angry. So we're not looking at actually what's happening. Seeing reality for what it is. No, no, no. Uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to uh, uh, sort of uh, make a case for uh, it's because that we believe that anger is eventually going to give us heaven. That's why we continue to entertain heaven. How about if anger is viewed as self-preservation? I mean, if you're in a situation where you're feeling threatened... Oh, yeah. Throw them out. Throw them out. Right, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you feel threatened. That's, that's the... I mean, you woke up in the morning, you had no, you had no intention... Whatever experience you have. Yeah. It, it could be... You, know, you had no intention of having your life stopped. You had no intention of hurting anyone. You were being virtuous. And go ahead. A situation comes with threatened your existence. Right. Continue. In that, in that moment of feeling threatened... Your natural reaction is to get angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Because you're really seeking happiness. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. I, yeah. I, I think there is a. And then that anger says, "Act out of me, 
you will get one of two things or both. You will get your happiness or you will avoid the pain. And that's why we act. There's a situation that is happening that we don't want. Anger says, I will bring you freedom. This person who is threatening your existence, if you act out of me, I will remove this threat. You will no longer have to experience that threat again. And when, you, when you're no longer in that threat, you go back to your happy state. So, follow my advice. Yell at him. Slap him a little bit. And even though it never really fulfilled that promise, but we are convinced one day it will. That's why we continue to let anger guide us. But when you are con- really convinced that it's coming out of ignorance, if you really see the, that it's coming from that, it's, it's really linked with that, then when anger comes, you're going to say, oh, there's the, there's the trickster again, promising you heaven and it's really going to give me hell. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. The only thing that would give you the power to f- avoid that momentum that you set up by listening to anger is to be convinced that anger will not give you what it's promising you. It never will. Never will. Without exception. I mean, that's where the path comes in. That's where you have to remind yourself, I am on a path. I am walking. I am training. Mm-hmm. I'm building up my, my, myself up. It's like, uh, uh, I don't like to, trying to use a non-Kshatriya kind of a, a way of ex- uh, me- metaphor, but unfortunately that, that's the age we're stuck in. <laughs> When you're in a war, <laughs> it's not as soon as you go, in, you, you begin the war, you win. While you're in the process of the war, before you get to winning, you have to experience some pain now and then. The experiencing of pain now and then is, doesn't mean that you lost the war. It just means you are in a war. So when you're learning the language, you don't always say the word correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't say the words correctly the first time and what is it that will eventually get you to say the words correctly practice and what does practice mean you keep saying the words wrong <laughs> but you have the intention to, to say it right that intention will, will, will help you eventually to say it right and when you understand that, you don't say, oh, I said it wrong, okay, forget that. I'm not, uh, something else, please. Okay. So, we are in the habit of letting anger be our guru. Anger is our god. Anger is our uh, wish-fulfilling jewel. We are convinced that it will give us happiness. That conviction is not going to go away easily. It begins with just one moment. 
of stopping ourselves. Ah, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna give me what you're promising me. And all, and, and you get blindsided, <laughs> and you woke up, and then you anger was had you. you know, you're done with. <laughs> you yell. You whatever. You, you, whatever anger was asking you to do, you did it. And then when you catch yourself, you say, Ah, I let myself be fooled. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm uh, and you, you say, wait a minute. When it first made that promise to me, I didn't just fall for it. That was good. That's great. I was able to stop myself for that moment. And rejoicing in that, just that one moment, is your habit. Is the habit that you have to, fo- you have to get into. It will come two seconds the next time, three seconds, and eventually when you just feel the anger coming up, you're able to stop it. And believe it or not, you can get to a point where anger doesn't even come up and give you suggestions anymore. And that point where anger doesn't give you suggestions anymore, it's, it's a path. You, have, you spend many times anger giving you suggestions and you listen to it, it fulfill all its promises and then ah, it happened again I'm not in Nirvana yet <laughs> but I was nicely angry last time <laughs> we bummed them so nicely how come we still don't have our resources how come we still don't have the economy straightened <laughs> Yeah, why do we still have enemies? Keep on. <laughs> <laughs> One day it's going to work. We're going to make the right bomb and it's going to blow our enemy in the right way and there will be no more enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Was this political? Come on. <laughs> But it's Any Republicans? <laughs> 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 okay. Democrats so too, right? actually, the, is that Democrats doing the bombing right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, this is samsara. We don't really have an example of where, where that worked, so we can't really trust it. But we've been trying bombing for a while, so eventually that's going to work. <laughs> well, I'm really political today. <laughs> But you have to make it national. You can uh, tr- make it personal. Yeah. When someone steps on your toe, if you step on their toes, you will never have anyone step on your toes ever again. But you have to do it the right way. So how many people have done that the, the right way yet? Where you no longer fear having your toes stepped on? Confusion. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
uh, again finish the 12 links <laughs> but we got five or <laughs> four <laughs> we actually got six if you don't believe it believe it or not we got the first one we got the 12th <laughs> well not in exactly in that order but <laughs> Conception, grasping, habituating to between the desire. Okay. Well, you got these. Okay. And the things in between, they're our. Uh, it's, it's your treasure and not that it's a treasure you're going to have it's a treasure you believe you already have so you have to be very careful with that <laughs> with destroying with messing around with your treasure okay how do we get those habits we, we make contact with something it could, uh, uh, there's the appearance that it's making me happy so we create the habit of of wanting that thing again. I got happiness from that. Remember, we were always started with ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. So but we were already wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And make contact. We think, oh, the experience I'm having is coming from from, from this contact. And if it's if it's a a, a contact that if, it's, if, if the feeling that arises from this contact is something that we like, we want to continue to have contact with that. Mm-hmm. If it's a good movie, we want to continue to see that movie. If it's a good uh, pizza, we want to continue to have that pizza. The Gino's by the way. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if it's n- not good, yeah, you, we want to avoid that. So we're still trying to fulfill the nature of our being. Happy seeking, pain avoiding. Ignorance is not having that as being the nature. Ignorance is trying to fulfill that in a way that it will not be fulfilled. Okay, next time I'll give you okay one, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) But if I give it to you this way, I make you think. Right? <laughs> you may get confused, but you're thinking. <laughs> okay. Confusion actually is a good sign. It means you're thinking. <laughs> Maybe somebody who's not thinking. You're always thinking. <laughs> you're probably always confused. <laughs> it's like uh, when the, uh, the teacher is teaching something. And they ask the que- they ask the the class, okay, who understands? Do you have any questions? And no one answers. They say, well, it means either one of two things: <laughs> you completely got it, or you completely didn't get it. <laughs> so if you're confused, that means you're some, something is happening in your brain. You're trying to understand it. If you're not confused, that means you really don't care, you really don't care about it. <laughs> it's not running in your mind. Or you really got it. 
Okay, so let's uh, bring an end to your torture. <laughs> A sinning end <laughs> to your torture. Right. Any questions before we? Maybe this, this should be asked in another class. Okay. Um, um, we were just sitting around the table in the beginning, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, uh, uh, Buddhism is supposedly a godless religion, uh-huh. yet why is it that Buddhism always has so many babies? Uh-huh. I know there's influences from Hinduism, et cetera, et cetera, but, but still, there is worship towards certain um, reflections of Buddhism, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. And, and Yeah, that term godless is loaded with uh, preconceived ideas. If you were to go to a church and say that man is godless, (laughs) they would would automatically think of, oh, this is a very moral Buddhist. So when when you hear the term Buddhism is godless, it depends on what what, what idea you have about that God that that Buddhism is less of. If you think of God as being the true and only phenomena that is responsible for everything outside of you, completely outside of you, without you, without your participation whatsoever. If that's what you call God, then Buddhism is godless. But if you call God just a being who can help you, you know, in some way, either. In the ultimate way, it's, uh, it, uh, it, that would be that God would be like a Buddha, if it's some some being who can help you, but not in the ultimate way, but you know, can uh, make it rain or something like that. That's another kind of God. So Buddhism <coughs> believes in these beings, in that phenomena. So to say it's godless is true, depending on how what you mean by godless. To say it's filled with God is true, depending on what you mean by God. So you could say the purpose of Buddhism is to confuse you. (laughs) (laughs) Going to his point, we Mm. could say that um, in Buddhism we do not have a creator God. Yeah, yeah, an ultimate creator God. That's that's the so you say Buddhism is creator God less. It doesn't have that. But divine beings who are compassionate and can help you and who are not themselves the creators of, 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 of things that Buddhism has. And it's like uh, take what you've got and it's a little bit more than that. <laughs> you got people around you who are beings other than you and if you go to them, some of them can help you, some of them cannot. And if you keep expanding it, there are some who can help you in a big way, there are some who can help you in a little way. And you can't say that those beings around you are the ones who are completely responsible for, you, for, the, for what you've got. Okay. 
So now we're going to do both the Tibetan and the English. Page 16 and 17. I was hoping somebody was going to begin with Here is the earth with flowers (laughs) 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 Maybe next time (laughs) Now page uh, 26, is that it? Hey, finally I got the page number right